Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling the lightning. <laughs> I'm oh, feeling man. the lightning, baby. Holy moly. Guacamole. Die. Yeah, we got. We have a, yeah, yeah. Die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's what connected it. us, Joel, when we first were doing live streams together. Well, you know like, what? Oh when God. we I think when we first our very first episode years ago, we we did that. Yeah. I don't and know why. It. And then you were like, Are you a fan of that movie? I said, You kidding me? Yeah. Love yeah. it. Sorry, go ahead. We're we're brothers now. <laughs> but holy moly, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the showstopper, the icon, the main event. That's right. James Lightning Packs here on the channel, hanging out in the movie dojo. Brother, how are you, my friend? Thank you for doing this. Not at all. Not at all. Yes. Joe and, and Preston, thank you for inviting me. And uh, I actually saw a couple of episodes that you did, and I thought it was quite interesting. And I have to tell you, your intro was definitely a a, a class intro. I love it. I love yes. it. You yes. added all that lightning in, in the screen, that special effect. It's amazing. It, remind, it brings me back 35 years ago when I was making... The big trouble in little China. It has created wow. so much magic, you know, which is what we're going to be talking about. But you go ahead and ask me the oh, questions, yeah. and then I'll tell you what I think is so magical about big trouble. Oh After yeah. Thirty-five years later, you will not find another movie as original as Big Trouble. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get into that old school magic that's still still rocking today. But uh, first, I got to I got to blow it up here. We got to show the shirt. Show the shirt. There you go. There represent. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Got to represent. Oh, and James got the shirt. Look at that. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And my NML, NML pin, I designed it myself. And it's night glow. It glows at night. It's a Wow. It's that is awesome. NML pin, my yeah. company designed it. And we made it made in China. And, you know, we do a mail service and sell it sell it all over the world <laughs> how cool is that yeah that's awesome that is awesome it glows in the dark guys you guys know you want one. take a look look, look at that that's very right design very detailed design oh okay. yeah oh yeah yeah right here, right now we got fans in the audience they're throwing it up they're very excited lady danish in the house saying hello that's right we have heather in the house hey, saying hello I yes and see you but I want to say hello to all the fans around the world. I know there are a lot of them around the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Heather says, love, big, love, love, big trouble in little China. That's right. We got Brennan here saying, big fan. Already, they already want the pin. They already oh, want yeah. that pin. <laughs> Heather, I see the, I see the little, little picture there. Nice. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Preston. Yeah. Yo. I totally just, I just remembered right now, over here, I have a cup of lightning. I don't, can you see them? We'll blow it up. Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Where'd oh, wow. you get that? Uh, it was for uh, a fan fest, and I went to go see. It was like a couple years ago. I went to go see Big Trouble in Little China on a 35 millimeter print. Oh, I'm jealous. Um, you know, in the theater because I didn't get to do that as a kid, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. so I wanted to see it in on 35 millimeter, uh, <sighs> the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's they gave right. me that and a bunch of other cool stuff. But I remember, I was, oh, wait, man, I got lightning. Uh, cup. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, I had to invite you here to co-host with me, my brother, because we are uh, Big Trouble fans. But first, let's go ahead and jump right into some questions here. Uh, James, sir, 
when did you start uh, taking martial arts? And uh, what gave you the bug, the filmmaking bug, the acting bug? What what kind of inspired you and motivated you to get in the industry? Uh, definitely uh, one and only it was Bruce Lee that inspired me into my journey of uh, Kung Fu and martial art learning since I was probably 15, 16 years old, you know. Yeah. I learned anything from Taekwondo to Karate to... Uh, 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 what's it called? Haikido. You know, I learned all of that before I was 18. And I was so inspired by Mr. Bruce. You know, he's such a legend. Uh, because when he was uh, already famous, I was just a kid in Hong Kong and saw him on TV. And I just said, this man is so incredible. He's like a machine. And I, I was totally impressed. I mean, I won't be able to tell you all the details of what he'd done before, but he definitely inspired me. And he definitely stood up for the Asian people, you know, because back then, I have to tell you, Hong Kong, Singapore, Malaysia, all these countries, back then, they call it a third world country. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, and uh, Asians, yes, you know, a lot of Asians, a lot of Chinese in populations, but one is as respected as today because Hong Kong was British colony. You know that, right? Yes. Yes. It was given back in 90-something, which is definitely need to be respected, you know, Hong Kong and China. Yes, but sir. All that, I, I learned martial arts, and uh, I was also a singer. I was also a dancer, believe it or not. You know, I do jazz and, and ballet. I nice. was a ballet dancer for Hong Kong Royal Ballet as a guest principal. So nice. everything I do is related to art, you know, performing art. But not. Yes. But who inspired me into acting? Again, the legendary, uh, 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 what's his name? All of a sudden, I slipped my mind. Uh, streetcar named Desire. Bra- uh, uh, Brando, Marlon Brando. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, he's nice. the man. Oh, know, yeah. Top 10 actors and actresses in the world, and he's great acting, whether yeah. it's the 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 uh, the, uh, the Italian mob or streetcar named Desire really inspired me. You know how to yeah. be a good actor. And when I was learning acting, I was saying to myself that are the American Asian actors working in Hollywood would only be able to act in Asian part that was given. That was the first question I asked myself when I learned it. But after yeah. I kind of went from New York and got the job for Big Trouble and I established myself, you know, with at least 20 TV movies and then yeah. series, and then I already got Big Trouble, you know, came out. And and uh, also uh, the, uh, the, the big show Nasty Boy, which only lasted 13 episodes. I don't know if you saw it, but it was an incredible series, I'm telling you. Yeah, we're going to get into that in a second. But yeah, that's awesome. Bruce Lee and... Because all that is related. Right, yeah. After all of that, then all of a sudden, you know, I I go back to my agent. I said, you know, I mean, can I be treated just like anybody, you know, without thinking about my color, whether black Mm -hmm. or white or yellow, whatever. Can I just be go up and auditioning for parts that could be a doctor, okay, or could be a lawyer, you know, but it doesn't have white or black, could be Asian, right? Right. And tells me that you're dreaming. Mm. You know, it's okay. 
you know. So right. after that, I left him, left her, and then I went on to, with other agent who was more uh, in tune with what I said. Right. Always a forward thinker. I'm never a follower. I don't follow anybody. I always originate with what my thoughts are or my ideas. And I was way too early for 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 the Asian scene. And I'm glad 35 years later, finally, Asians are getting their share. Still not enough. Right. At least right. out of 10 TV shows streaming, at least five of them has an Asian character lead in it. You know, just like when I was doing Nasty Boy, I was one of the five lead. Although I only had one episode out of 13, everybody else had two of or, or more than five, you know. Right, it's right. all time on that specific person. Again, that was not fair. But it's all past. It's all right. Good. It was right. a great show. And I, I, I was glad I, I was in it. But pretty much that gives you a nutshell of how I went into it. It yeah. was a struggle, but it happened so quickly after I got the big trouble and everything just fly. Because I believe in my acting, you know, because... Hey, yeah. I don't do anything second-handed and I don't do anything second-rate. I believe in if I want to do something, it has to be better than anybody else or I'm the top grade. In whatever I do, whether it's Kung Fu, whether it's ballet or whether it's jazz or whether it's singing. 18, I was already in South America, Chile, believe it or not. I was just a, you know, college yeah. student. I was there already performing for thousands right. and thousands of Chilean ladies and they all went crazy. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Latin culture. I'm very much into Latin culture. My yeah. my my, my grand uh, not grandparents, my godparents, they live in New Jersey because I went to a high school in New Jersey. They pick me up every weekend to go to their house and, and have dinner with them and they take me to all their dances and yeah. church and all of that. So I'm very in tune with that Latin culture. But on top of that, I was in Chile when I was 18. Instantly, after two shows on TV, I'm an instant star. Wow. Wow. A long time ago, of course, as a yeah. singer. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pretty well, much that's what I believe in. You know, whatever I do, it's got to be best of the best. Otherwise, right. I don't even do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't waste my time unless I am the best or one of the best in that field. Copy that. That's a great attitude to have, right, Joel? Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you were doing television, James. Were you modeling at the same time, or this came before that? Very From the very beginning, I was already a, uh, what do you call it, amateur model. Okay, but it grew very quickly. In, 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 even in, in, in New York, I was already doing left and right. Yeah. Commercials like Old Spice. Can you imagine Old Spice in the history of Old Spice, the first Asian man? Wow, right. that's a that's amazing. Somebody, somebody find man. that commercial. And Old someone, Spice, yeah, you know. someone find that commercial and send it to me right away. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, sometimes, I, sometimes I said I had sometimes I believe in faith and I believe in these natural signs. Let right. me tell you a little story. Really funny. Sure. When I was like twirling my thumb, I said, oh, my God, you know, I, I try so hard and no parts come to me. And all of a sudden, I'm just sitting in the park having my lunch, you know, you know, having my McDonald's. And all of a sudden, a pigeon flew on top of me and shit on my shoulder. I said, my God, do I not have a bad day? You know, <laughs> I'm worrying about how I'm going to make it. And I get shitted. 
Clearly enough, two hours later, I got a call from my agent and said, oh, you can just land the two commercials that you auditioned in the last two weeks. Oh, my God, you're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> wow. That's how I started my career as Copy a commercial yeah. actor. And I was always the first Asian representative in that brand. Wow. Wow. That's why. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. One other example, which I, I'm very proud of to say, because mm -hmm. I'm always a pioneer. Uh, during the early 90s, after I did Big Trouble in Little China, and, and I didn't know it was so incredibly famous already in Europe, uh, a European uh, cigarette company approached me and said, do you want to be one of our, you know, image person? I said, yeah. sure, you know, if you pay me good money and flew me out there on business class, I would love to do it. So back to back, in a matter of three years, I did two cigarette commercials. One is West Cigarette, one is Philip Morris Cigarette. My face, one of them is just with me and, and, and black and white, probably five leads, and I was one of the leads. And the other one is that I'm clearly the Asian lead, just me. And yeah. believe it or not, that director, German director, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. He's a big fan of me and Big Trouble in China. <laughs> and you know how he designed my character? He's so pioneer, that's what I said. I was a pioneer. But there was somebody else as pioneering as I am. He put me like a Western cowboy with a cowboy hat. And All right. With a bunch of blonde hair, blue eyed in bikinis and in cowboy outfits. <laughs> and I'm sitting there as if I'm the big boss, the big boy, you know, the cowboy. The Asian yeah, cowboy. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Those are the things I did when I was, you know, just in my late 20s. And yeah. then I went on... Uh, to Italy, you know, mm -hmm. for a vacation, and a friend met me and said, oh my God, you know, do you know Big Trouble is a big thing in, in, in Italy? I said, I, I didn't know. You know. What about Nasty Boy? Oh yeah, we know that too. Yeah. I, he's a friend of uh, Armani, Giorgio Armani, you know about fashion. Right, yeah. Giorgio Armani was very big in the 80s and 90s mm -hmm. because of the movie uh, American Gigolo with uh, Richard Gere. He designed mm -hmm. all the costuming there. That's how it became, boom, a superstar. Wow. Anyway, wow. he took my portfolio to Giorgio and Giorgio viewed himself. He said, yes, we want James. You know why? Because I already, I'm a star again in Japan. Again, pioneer. I'm the first Asian American to be in Japan making movies and TV series as a lead and speaking mm. in Japanese. <laughs> nice. And they say, yeah, we definitely want James because, you know, of what he has done. And, and the funny thing is when I stepped in there, I realized I was the shortest guy. You know, I'm only 5'11". Everybody else was 6'2 and 6'4". You know, all the white and black guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and he personally fit me. And then he said, oh, we have to find you a pair of shoes. What, 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 what size you wear? I, I said, I only wear 42. Very small size. I said, I doubt that you have shoes of my size. Because everything they have is like 10 or 11 or 12, you know? Yeah. And I said, no, none of those shoes are going to fit me. Oh, 42. Oh, my same size. Let me, you should wear my shoes. Armani <laughs> took off his white suede shoes. That's awesome. Feet become the headline of the show to advertise it. You know, wow. Uh, they, they call me a Japanese superstar. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Guest starring in the Armani show. And I became the headline of the whole thing. Wow. That's awesome. Man, 
Well, you're off to a great start here, but I like, you know, what you mentioned earlier in terms of, you know, being inspired by Bruce Lee and Marlon Brando, but you didn't want to be stereotyped. You wanted different roles and that's why you got the new agent. Well, speaking of all kinds of different roles, uh, you've done so much television. I mean, we're talking classic TV here, you know, TJ Hooker, MacGyver, Tour of Duty, Matlock, and you've played so many different types of roles and it's just really awesome to see that, James. You have any fond memories of uh, 80s television shows that you were in? I personally think 80s and 90s TV shows, I have to say, is a lot better than what I see today on a stream platform. Yes. I 100% agree. Not to knock what's happening right now and definitely right. not to knock that finally Hollywood is promoting Asian subjects and Asian actors. But the, the, the quality and the storyline is definitely too much offbeat and for the mainstream taste, you know. Right. And definitely a tour of duty. I have to mention that. That is my favorite, one of my favorite show and also my favorite part among all the American TVs I've done for one simple reason. I was only in the early 30s and I played a 60-year-old Vietnamese, Viet Cong, which is the enemy, Viet Cong doctor who tried to save a black American GI. You know, I was trying to nurse uh, the black American GI back to good health. And yet my superior thought I was, you know, helping him. Mm -hmm. And instead, he shot me in the end. Very poignant story. It was very wonderfully created. Yeah. And I was surprised I got the part, you know, because when I was auditioning, I went my hair because I was such a young man with big shoulder and everything. And I hunched back myself, you know, just like Marlon does, you know, to characterize himself and I tried to make myself very skinny and it looked that way and trust me I was full of muscles if I take off my shirt yeah and then I changed my whole persona and wear my glasses and it looked it looked like 60 year old and when I fell when I was shot my hand was shaking like this like an animal like a a snake you know yeah because I believe in animal behavior because those are the things I learned in acting Yes, yes, yes. Copy that, copy that. And again, uh, that was amazing storyline. You know, very humanistic. That's what I like about it. Copy that, copy that. Yeah, Tour of Duty. I remember that was really popular. Uh, everybody knows MacGyver, classic theme song. Oh, uh, But yeah, uh, but yeah, let's keep rocking and rolling here. How was it working with uh, Chuck Norris and Samuel Hung and Charles Bronson? If, you, if we are talking about martial art world, I have to say there's only two people that I want to pay my respect. One okay. is Bruce, the other one is Chuck. Wow. For what, right. reason, for what reason? Simply because they were the legend. Without them doing that movie and fighting at the Colosseum in, in, in Rome, martial art movie will not be what it is today. Way of the Dragon. Yeah, that's right. And Bruce, and Bruce fighting with Chuck, who was, was a champion, you know, in karate, was a classic scene. You watch that scene a hundred times, you still think. It was such simple move going back and forth, back and forth. And then in the beginning, you know, they have Bruce doing the kicks, this, and then, and then Chuck's doing his moves, you know. I thought yeah. that was so classic. You know why? It's about detailness, characterization and detailness. You talk about the movie today, action. All you see is bang, 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 and then throwing everybody apart. 
and you don't really see how do they prepare for a fight. Right. Right. That movie was directed by Bruce Lee. Thank you, Bruce. You are a man who、yes. know about characterization. That's why I said, movie thirty-five years ago is better than any action film today, really, because today everything is about special effect, this special effect that, and、yeah. overly stylized. You don't see what's going、yeah. on, you know,、right. and then yeah, yeah. suddenly the the, the the camera jerks around. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a no-no here on the channel. We we boo that. You can show show the action, right? Show it. That whole born supremacy look to choreograph and and the 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 stuntmen's you know getting hit so many bloody times. You got to have them show their piece. Don't、yeah. don't fuck it up. Exactly. You know, leave the camera there, would you please?、Just、there you go. They do it. You know. Yeah. Have some respect for these stuntmen and the choreographer. Thank you. Yes. Preach it. Preach it. Simple but effective, right, James? That's what we want. That's what kind of GI Joe comes to mind, right?、Yeah. Which one? GI Joe. GI Joe. <laughs> There's a lot that come to mind. That, the Bourne movies. Done, I've done it wrong. Yeah. Always like camera is like running, running, running. You know, and shaking around, and you don't, and you see a lot of action going on, but you don't see anything really. Exactly. Any details, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Very, very well said. Perfectly said.、Uh, but I revisited a movie I haven't seen in a long time. Kanjite. Oh. And. Wow. And、uh, man, your your role in this movie really stole the movie, James. You were so good、uh, in this film. I'm humbly, I'm, I'm humbly、uh, accept. Was, was this was this a tough shoot?、Uh, not as acting wise, but、okay. definitely requires some characterization because being an action actor, I'm playing a very Traditional father with a mental problem, you know, like to、right. molest a child, you know, that kind of thing, which is written in the in the movie playing the part. So I gotta be able to, you know, yeah, portray that, and that's、right. a little difficult. But I have to tell you that 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 the Charles, Mr. Charles Bronson, again, another wonderful action actor I respect. All right, one of the few action actors I respect definitely is Charles Bronson. And also Clint Eastwood, they were、yeah. all-time favorite. You know, they just. What's one of your? What's one of your favorite Clint Eastwood movies? Oh, so many of them. You know,、uh, ugly something. Some he has so many <laughs> modern parts or the western. So many of them. He、yeah. just got a look. You know. Oh yeah. Doesn't have to say anything. He just got a look. That's, That's all、it. he has to do. Yeah. Some yeah. people just. Some people just have、some、it. People just got that. Mm-hmm. I always say, I always say, they are actors, and they are stars.、Mm. Bruce, Charles Bronson, yeah,、uh, Clint, and and Marlon Brando, James Dean, yeah, you know, and and、uh, and a couple of others, yeah,、uh, they are all stars because、yes. whatever they do, it's already a classic. You know, and many others are great actors, of course, but these、yeah. people are truly stars because they exude an aura that is so different than everybody else. Yeah. Speaking of, that's that's great. You brought that up, and and the good and the bad and the ugly is a classic. We do love it、yes. here on the channel.、Yes. Uh, but、um, speak, you know, the, to go perfectly with what you just said, I just seen、um, Into the Dragon, Joel, over here by by me theater. 
played it on the on the big screen. So I got right. for the first time to see Into the Dragon on the big screen. And I agree with you, James. You just look, you just can't take your eyes off of Bruce. That's and right. even when he's not doing anything, when he when he catches the apple and pulls yeah. the dagger out, and he's just sitting there looking. Yeah. You're just <laughs> you can't see yeah. even when he's not doing anything, you can't take your eyes off the guy. They are stars. They are naturally born stars to be in front mm -hmm. of the camera because just little things they do, it's just like you can't take your eyes away. They don't have to say anything. You know, like James Dean, he comes in, he learns him, leans himself around, you know, the the, yeah. the, the giant, you know, a 37-year-old right. young man playing a 60-year-old guy, and he's getting drunk with his glasses falling off. It's so bloody real. I'm telling you, I said, that's an actor I want to emulate or... Uh, uh, Charles, uh, uh, not Charles, uh, Marlon Brando playing uh, the Godfather, you know, with oh, his yeah. mouth full of, <laughs> you know, tissue yeah. papers, you know, and yeah, yeah. he does a little bit this, just a little bit of that, you know. Oh, that's character. Yeah. You know, yes. He created it. Yeah. And you always remember that because that's called, I, I, I'm into great acting and into great martial arts. And really, they are the, that the industry's giant to be emulated, you know. Yes. Yeah. Well said. Well said. How was it working with uh, James Woods and Donald Sutherland on the, the other project you had? How was it working with those two actors? I think James Dean, James Wood was a wonderful guy. He's definitely a very smart man. His mind turns very fast. Yeah. Because when I work with somebody, I always get a sense of what their acting is because I always wanted to see what he has that I should learn from because I'm a learner. You know. Copy and that. It's very fast because his eyes, when he look at you or when he's not looking at you and he's searching for his lines, trust me, it looks so natural, but it's all designed, especially wow. with James. Because every time I, I we do a couple of takes and he always does the look away or whatever just to make it look natural at the same time. Wow. Art of mm. acting. Because everybody does it differently. Maybe Marlon will do it like every time he's standing around, he'll be doing different things. But James, he has everything down to yeah. the quarter of a second, that kind of thing. Great. Copy that. Wonderful. Very, very yeah. professional. Very do you professional. like Robert De Niro? Do you like him? Again, my top 10. Robert yes. De Niro and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Pacino. Pacino. Yeah. Top 10. Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody, Glenn, you know, the eight, se 60s and 70s, black and white. I can't remember everybody's name because I have a very short memory. All yeah. my top 10 favorites, definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Joel, any favorites, favorite actors of all time? For me? You can't say, you can't say James Pax. You're cheating. <laughs> Golly, man, just put me on the spot like that. Well, I mean, since we're talking about Big Trouble, you know, Kurt Russell, uh, I think, has been he's been in the game since he was a kid. Oh yeah, uh, to hear I, I I love I love watching him stuff, but you know there you know there are like uh, there are some roles, even like and this may seem crazy because a lot of people don't consider him a good actor, but Stallone like Rambo or or when you see the first Rambo or you see the first uh, a Rocky, yeah, and he's given a legit great Le performance, man. Legit, and you believe it, and a lot of people don't don't consider him as a contender. You know, when you compare him to like Al Pacino or something, but he's he's delivering the goods, you know. Oh, yeah, he was incredible in that one. That's a yeah. classic. Definitely. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
All right, I'm having a blast talking movies. This is what we do here, having fun. Me and me and James and Joel, we could talk our favorite movies all day, uh, all day long, <laughs> all day. Oh, let Wait. me throw mine in. Let me throw throw mine in. Love Toshida Minfune, uh, oh. Nakadai, oh, my favorite. and Chayun Fat. There's some. I got Samurai guy to throw some in there. Yes. Uh, but speaking of Hong Kong here, um, you were in a lot of Hong Kong uh, film projects. Uh, did you have a favorite? Uh, Hong Kong film Wait project that you were in, and uh, who were some of your favorite actors and actresses you worked with? Uh, let's talk about my favorite first. Definitely uh, Michelle Yeoh, you know, who's a friend for many years, although we haven't seen each other since I left Asia, left come back to Asia, and she stayed in Hollywood. Is this movie called The Heroic Trio? Yes, I played. Her guardian, kind of, because I'm a scientist, invented the uh, the uh, suit for her. You know. Yes. So we have a kind of a very subtle love relationship, and I died in her arm, actually. You know. Uh, but trust me, this movie was big budgeted because it cost five million USD back in the '90s in wow. Asia. We can hardly find any movie that's more than one million USD, and that movie was five million USD and did twenty million overall in Asia, which is a huge hit already back in the 90s in Asia, you know, so because they had three female lead, they are the true lead, they are the three fantastic uh, lady warriors, kind of like Marvel, but they are Asian ladies. Better. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah, Nidia Mui, Maggie Chung, I mean, Anthony Wong's in this movie. It's a phenomenal movie. It's one of my favorites. You know, uh, it's got everything. It's got fantasy. It's got superhero vibe to it. Martial arts. I love heroic trio. I, I have to say, I enjoy doing uh, uh, leads, leading parts in my Asian repertoire. You know why? Because back in the states, yes, I was doing very well. You know, I make a lot of commercials and TV guest stars and 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 nasty boys. You know. Yeah, uh, but still, I was never the clear lead lead, you know. But right. when I went back to Asia, that was my purpose. I need to be a lead myself, or at right. least the lead. And although the budgets are very small, all of them, are, you know, one million or one point five million only, but it really allowed me a chance to really portray the character that I want to portray, you know. Nice. And it worked very well. There's a movie I don't know what they call it in English, but I play a a uh, what do you call it a murderer you know a, a ladies man who has three women surrounding him and three relationship going on at the same time and then all of a sudden they're having an orgy at night and then uh, one of the lady you know the two lady got so jealous of each other and some one of the lady got died and i have to help to chop her up and put her body remaining part in the box and then use the assets trying to whoa this sounds wild. I want to see this. Wow. It's a great yeah. movie, little movie, and it won awards in Taiwan. You know, uh, they call it the uh, uh, Golden Horse Award. Nice, nice. Yeah. But Joel, we're going to have to look that up. Story, yeah. real, real event, basically. You know, nice, yeah. And, 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 and so it get, had, I had a lot of characterization to do, you know. Yeah. How to. Yeah. How to uh, uh, rom- uh, what do you call it? Romanticizing with three ladies, and yet still show the part of that he can be an evil at the same time. You know? Yeah, I like that. I like it. We're gonna we're gonna have to find it. We're gonna hunt it down, Joel. We're gonna yeah, I'm gonna have to check that one out. Yeah, yeah. On those sure. pictures that you showed of those movies, did I see is the Dragon Chronicles? 
Is yeah. that? That's the one. Or what's it uh, called? No, no, that's one. Not that one. The Maiden Chronicles. Well, they call it the Maiden the Dragon Chronicles too, Mountains or something right here. In yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, these yeah. four are uh, the movies I star in. Yes, nice. nice. And, and I just, I, you know, I'm just putting it together now. Um, <laughs> you're, you're the, you're the guy that cuts off his leg, right? I Is cut it? so many people's legs. Yeah, <laughs> one of the movie called Tianlong Babu. I don't know what they call it. Okay. Many Asian stars, and in including Gong Li. You know, right. Gong, back in the '80s, he was very famous, and I was a crippled guy, kind of thing. You know. But right, 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 right. So I had the chance to play all type of characters, which is really what I like. I want to, mm. yes. Really, you know, give me a chance to to tear myself up. You know, yeah. So that I know that yes, I can do. You know, any parts that yeah. any directors given given to me, and I try to do the best for them. Yeah, right. And that movie actually uh, went to the uh, Golden Horse Award. And believe it or not, it won. The leading lady was a very famous actress. Wu Jiali is, is her name. She's done at least over 100 movies. She never won an award. But because of this movie, of a great acting with me, because I'm always an inspiring actor to everybody. Right. I, because I'm very effective. Yeah. You know, and, and I try to get the actors to feel what I, what I do. Yeah. And when they feel it, their acting excels because of me. That I can say, right. and because of me acting with her, she won the award. And why did I not win? It's rigged. It's rigged, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you very quickly. In yeah. Asia, you know, there's also people that want to ignore you. I didn't have an agent. I was a, 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 a what do you call it? A solo. I make all my deals myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, I didn't have any backups and. They just didn't want to promote me, basically, because the movie vehicle more for Wu Jiali than me. And how I found out was when I went to ta Taiwan, you know, uh, for promotion. Yeah. And one of the judge came up to me. He said, James, is that you, James? You are the, in this movie? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm in it. How do you like it? He said, I love it. I'm one of the judge in the Golden Horse Award. But we are so amazed that with such a great acting of yours, you are not nominated to be the best actor. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm just an American actor. I'm kind yeah. of, a, you know, fresh off the boat in Hong Kong here. You yeah. know, I don't know. He said, oh, you were so incredible. They said, if they had nominated you, you would have been the best actor, actor for that year. I said, well, yeah. thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. At least I know somebody appreciated they, my they, they recognize the skills. They recognize right. the skills. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, that's awesome. You got this opportunity to play the leads and yeah. and, and to stretch as an actor and perfect your craft, right? Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, we got a fan here. Sexy Sumo says, James is the one and only Raiden. Later. Lightning rules. And now I'm off to work. <laughs> Sorry, you have to go to work, Sumo. But thanks for, for chiming in here. Uh, but we're almost there, guys. I know we're, we're, we're everyone's itching for the big trouble questions. We're almost there. But yeah. really quick, James, before uh, we, we head on. So Nasty Boys, uh, I was reading up on it. And this was a critically acclaimed show. And hey. I was looking up the – I was reading a lot of comments for the show. And there was a lot of fans. And a lot of people were not happy that it kind of got cut short. And, and people want this show to come back. That's right. Yeah. That yeah. was – that was my idea. 
If I become big next year, of course, which I told you about Shaolin Warrior, right. I will go to NBC and uh -huh. say, would you let me be the showrunner? I will write it or I will hire someone to write it, but let me be the showrunner and I will revamp the show. I can guarantee you it's going to be the top five show on your NBC. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Although I had the smallest part, which I have to say. Definitely yeah. unfair, but I do respect the characters that was created and the base. That it's, it's about narcotic cops, you know, five different guys. Right. The show was created because Dick Wolf wanted to emulate uh, the Miami Vice. Miami right. Vice only had two guys, black and white. They want to be more like Rainbow Coalition. And everybody has a different character and everybody has a different vehicle. I had a ninja bike and everybody else, you know, because we seize what we... Uh, uh, we we use what we seize means whatever we seize from the drug dealers we use it ourselves basically you know so right, we right. these exotic cars and exotic ninja bike and my image was kind of between Don Johnson and 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 Bruce Lee you know well dressed Asian no. Asian uh, narcotic cop that can kick ass and yeah a ninja bike well speaking of kicking ass I saw your fight against James Liu. Yeah, <laughs> good old James Lou, man. I was like, yeah, it was a, it was a badass fight. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Really spe enjoyed speaking of fighting, how was it uh, being on the, the set of Shoot Fighter? And how was it working around Bolo Young and Cobra Kai alumni, uh, uh, William right. Zabka and Martin Cove? Yeah, I think these are all wonderful gentlemen, you know. Unfortunately, I didn't get to fight, which is also good. So give me a chance to be more of an actor. I'm just yeah. like a, a, a judge, you know, executive kind of thing. Right, right. I love my suit. I love the way they put me in my suit. You know, I look good in suit. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. And, look at and, uh, Bolo is always Bolo. And the other two gentlemen were all wonderful, of course. And I have to uh, congratulate, what's his name? Uh, uh, William Zapka and yeah, Martin William Cove. Zabka. Yeah. Yeah, I have to congratulate him because, you know, his TV show took off. Yeah. At the old age of what, 50 years or 60, all of a sudden, right. it's revamped. And I think that is a great thing, you know, for Hollywood and for yes. these actors, definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen Shoot Fighter as a kid. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of yeah, one of those, like, that was just on repeat. Yeah, it was amazing. You know, these need, these need to be come out on like Blu-ray, Joel, like a box set or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, that would be a, that would sell. I think MVD Rewind or something like that. They should release it on Blu-ray for sure. Um, but yes, uh, let's get to the first Emperor here. Let's talk about this. Was this was this the, your most challenging role? And your is this your favorite role also? I have to say, I have a lot to do with the production and the script. Although I did not write the script. But I work with a fabulous uh, British uh, writer and director. Uh, and, uh, you know, I contributed my part on, on the script. And, uh, and he was very, you know, he wanted to collaborate. So I gave him a lot of ideas. And then he rewrites the whole thing to make it even better. Uh, it's done in 2006, when China at that time was very uh, eye-opening to the world. And this, that's why this movie was made. It was invested by Channel 4 UK, which is a very famous channel, yeah. and the Discovery USA. And after it was made, you know, it took three months all over China to do it. And the good thing is it was not in 
Chinese, it's all in English. Yes. It is known to be the first English Chinese historical subject as a docudrama. It means 80% drama and 20% documentary. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, and, and it's so wonderfully put together a, a small budget, you know, but it looked yeah. like millions of dollars, but it's not. <laughs> Yeah, especially this shot right here. I mean, that's yeah. pretty well. It's pretty well done. Uh, speaking of what you going back to what you said earlier, Joel, about does does James cut off the head in that other movie? He's holding a head right now in this shot for <laughs> the first emperor. <laughs> so he's cut off a lot of heads. <laughs> yeah, I did because he was yeah. a tyrant. Oh, and he yeah. has. He's the first man. That's why they call him the first emperor because he's the first yeah. man to unite the entire China. You know how China, how big mm-hmm. it is. It's yeah. America, you know. Yeah. He's the he, he united three thousand years ago. Yeah. First, so he has to be kind of like a tyrant, just to make sure everybody listens. Take a few heads. Yes, it's part. It's part and, of it. His tomb is so famous yeah. that his tomb is filled with mercury. That's what he believes. The mercury is going to be, uh, uh, what do you call it? forever kind of a thing right right well congratulations on uh your your uh, part in this film and congratulations on the film's success i mean i put a link in the description box below guys so you guys can watch the whole movie here yes. on youtube uh but yeah congrats over four million views oh, on yes. youtube uh, for, yeah yeah amazing and when it first came out it was sold in over 300 channels around the world it means every country from South America to even Japan and America, you know, big or small countries, they all bought the rights for it. And it's replayed and replayed and replayed. And only in the recent year, they put it up on YouTube and it's got 4.5 million because yeah. so I, I have at least 4.5 million fans. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Humbly yeah. to, to say. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a lot of views. That's a lot of views. All right, now it's time. Yes. It is time to talk about the classic, the 80s classic. A lot of people that I know, I got Joel over here, but there's so many other people that I know that are huge, gigantic fans to the point where a lot of them, it is their favorite movie of all time. And we're going to talk about Big Trouble in Little China as a little, yeah. this movie's so special. And like James was saying, it's original. It, it can't be duplicated. Right. It's got a little bit of everything. Martial arts, horror, comedy. It's got a little bit of everything. Cannot be duplicated. For how, how long, Joel, have they been talking about remaking this movie? And yeah, I think they were talking about flat. The Rock at yeah. one point. Like five years, six years ago, The Rock was, I mean, like, no. It just keeps, every time interest for a remake, it just keeps falling. I think it's because the fans know. shut it down. Exactly. Because why do you need to remake something that's a masterpiece? Exactly. You don't well need said. to. No, no. In, in fact, think, Big Trouble is one of those movies where, like, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, we just can't be friends. Like, <laughs> it's one of those movies, right? Where, like, yeah, no, you don't like no. it? Okay, we can't be friends. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. So, Joel, the floor is yours for the Big Trouble questions, my friend. Go for it. Yes. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, uh, first of all, I want to know, do you remember the audition process at all uh, for Big Trouble in China? How did that go? This is a classic story. I tell you, you know, that was like back 35 something years ago. I was in my early 20s and uh, I was all pumped up 
full of muscles. I take off my shirt, I look just like Bruce Lee. I can tell you that. That's how fit I was. And almost every kick that Bruce Lee can do, I can do about 80% of what he can do. And so when, when my agent, you know, who was a very famous agent, and he said, oh, there's this part coming from New York for audition. John Carpenter is directing it, and it's Asian fantasy, and, and they want to see you. We don't know what kind of part they have, but they want to see you. I said, okay. So be prepared to do Kung Fu and all of that, and maybe they will give you a side story or whatever. I said, okay, I'm prepared. So I got my partner who, who actually was into Wushu. You know, Wushu yeah, is yes. the sports of Kung Fu, you know, mm -hmm. international sports now. And he studied in China. So he taught me some moves in Wushu, you know, kicking and then the weapons, the spear and all of that. So I, I took a, a couple of lessons from him. And then I said, you got to go with me for this audition because you never know. He was just a teacher. So let's audition together, but we got to be prepared, you know. So him and I at least practiced like four or five hours, you know, of fist fighting right into weapon fighting and all of that. And then so we went in and auditioned. And of course, you know, John didn't know who I was. And he said, oh, go ahead. Just do what you can. Show us the action first. So we did like a 10 minute nonstop from fist fighting into weapon nonstop. Nice. Wow. You know, for 10 straight minutes and oh nobody tell, nobody say stop. And so we just did the whole 10 minutes. And <laughs> after that, you know, John like, stood up and said, oh, my God, this is the best live audition I've seen so far. <laughs> oh, I got my part. <laughs> nice. I wonder if that's on tape somewhere. I know. I know. It was yeah. so classic. But one other thing, little, you know, story to tell. I tell you, like I said, I'm always very ambitious. Because they sent me the script and I read it and the leading part was not lightning, but the leading part was, uh, you know, the psychic of uh, Caruso. So I was thinking maybe they're going to have me read this part. And yes, they did let me read that part, you know, for, for the acting audition. And for yet Wayne. they didn't offer me the part. Instead, they offered me this part. Lightning. And then I look at my strip again when my agent said, oh, you know what? They're going to offer you this part, which is not the lead, but it's very good lead. It's a nemesis. I read it. I said, excuse me, you know, this has no lines. <laughs> so I was kind of laughing to myself and I was yeah. kind of making a little comment to my agent. He said, oh, don't worry, John. John's movies is going to be big. Maybe this is going to be classic, you know, just do it. So at the time, I actually got another offer from General Hospital. And they were offering me a lot of money. I think it was like 300000 or something, you know, for like a six-month contract, which is unheard of for an Asian actor. So I had to make a decision, either stay in New York for another six months or take this big trouble. I couldn't make up my mind, so I asked my agent. And he said, oh, you got to take this movie because it's going to send you right to L.A., and you're gonna become a feature movie actor instead of General Hospital. I say, okay, I listen to you. So lo and behold, I, I flew into uh, LA, which again, I'm fresh off the boat, you know, yeah. Chinese guy. Although they, it's all Asian cast, except the crews are all white, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I didn't know nobody. I mean, James Hong, these are all new people to me. You know, I kept it to myself because yeah. I don't know anybody, you know. But it was very, uh, how should I say, why should I say this movie is so classic? You know why? 
Again, like you say, it has so many wonderful elements, but the fact of the matter is there is little special effect. You know, everything is done real, even mm -hmm. when the three guys, you know, I was strapped onto, onto a, a gear to go up and down. It was very tough. Back then, those gears was definitely not comfortable. And then three of the guys do a flip in the air, and then at the end, and they throw the knife. Yeah. If you look at it, it was such simple, very straight on camera or side camera, and just edit it, and yet it looks so effective. But instead, these days, you see all these Marvel movie, you know, they have these people flying around, you know, and beating each other up and with lightning or with the axes or with the, with the, with the whatever. It just looked kind of fake, excuse me. You know, yeah. it was not real. But what John did back then was so simple, so simple editing, and yet mm -hmm. it just so effective, and then the, the truck rolls over James Hong, and everybody says, Oh my god, that's so funny stuff! And then he stand up again. You know, that's why I said it doesn't need too many CGI, it right. needs ingenuity and it needs creativity and it needs daringness to do things like this. And in details, it's all done in details the action. You know, yeah. the truck rolling over and then he stood up and said, oh, my God, this guy, <laughs> you know, and the reaction from the crowd and all of that. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's so yeah. detailed design. That's the genius of yes. John Carpenter oh. who can recreate from a script, which doesn't give you any image. And then he recreated out of his head to make it something like this. Because I read the script. It's, the script doesn't really do me a lot. Right, yeah. See the movie, you say, "Oh, this is really incredible." If visually, the right. only special effect I can tell you is the lightning. The lightning was put in after. Right. Everything right. else yeah. was all real. Well, and yeah. even the sets, you know, remember the Buddha was like falling from this end to the other end. Yeah. And tell you, those are all real Buddhas. It wasn't like drawn in or anything. And and they just have to shoot it, have somebody push it, and it's like amazing. Yeah. I'm tired. All real. And they can yeah. only do one take only. That's the beauty of it. Wow. That's that's amazing. And, and the, also the the grate that you put on fire oh, that yeah. falls behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also something I wanted to, to, to tell the fans. You yeah, know? yeah. But well, before that, hold that, hold that, James. Really quick, I got a little clip for all you badasses watching. Let's go back in time here. Let's see. James in action. We want to go. Oh, oh my God! It's so badass! It is so badass! It's so amazing! I'm sorry, I'm fanboying no right now. I'm sorry. Cleaning, no CGI, and yet it's so effective. You know, like yeah. within five seconds, everything is going on. You know, yeah. and it's so real. <laughs> oh yeah, the, chat, like the best entry everything. of a, a nemesis ever. Like, oh, it's so. Good. I remember it's as the chills. kid watching it, going, "They just cranked this thing to a hundred. Like, it's <sighs> this is insane." Yeah, and it stuck with me, you know. Like, you know, you know, even though, you know, like Wang is the the lead 
Asian in that movie. Yeah. When I wa- walked away, all I remembered was lightning. That's that's the one thing I remember. Like it was just so like vivid in my mind, and and the and the, and the three storms and stuff like that. Yeah, and to, and it's just all the scenes you're in is just really iconic, especially yeah. the underground scene. Which you're going to tell us how they did that, but I want to show a little snippet of it right here. One of the most amazing iconic <laughs> scenes from the film. Amazing. Problem. <laughs> right, dude. All right, James. How? How? Okay. That was just a little snippet of the scene. But how did you? How did you guys put that together? Exactly. Well, John is always very busy, you know, directing and giving orders, da da da. So, uh, me and John really had very little chance to speak to each other. But on the scene, he really come to me and really, we really discuss about how he wants it. You know, he said that this scene is going to be very effective because the way we designed it, there's going to be a big fireball, you know, made of wood, going to fall down straight to your head. So you make sure you walk out of it after you do your action. But we need to make it look great, you know, because you got four corners and then I'm going to have lightning going through the tunnels and all of that. So I, I said, fine, John, let me design something interesting so that you are going to be happy. All right. So that's why everything I do is designed. So it's like James Wood. He designed everything. And that's what I do. Even when I came down from the seating, you see the movement is probably less than 10 movements. Mm-hmm. But yeah looks so effective why because it is not like just going yeah and see anything i slow it down and there is pause in between so that there is like a dance there's a rhythm there's a fly there's a quick and slow and so that it has a chance when i imagine they're going to draw in the lightning when i stop right there you know so that it has a rhythm to it it's like a dance and that's why after the lightning is drawn in, it becomes, oh, my God. Even I saw it. I said, what I designed, the CGI guy really digs it. And yeah. he really reads my mind of how I design my movement. And that's why it becomes such a classic. Same thing in the tunnel. So I said, okay, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to go right to the seating because in order for a fireball to come down, I got to cut off something, right? So I said, I got to cut off four corners first in order for the fireball to, to, to come down. So I go left and right, and then I think I'll go also to the four corners. And then I walk out, and this big wood made, it was actually made with very heavy wood. After I walk out, I couldn't look back, but I can feel it because wow, it was only like, like a, a meter or a feet or two right behind me. You know, because I want to make it look so real. And it just fell right behind me. I can feel the wind and the heat right behind me. And it just go, I can yeah. hear. I just try to be cool and just keep on work, walking, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic scene. I agree because it's so original. And, oh, and yeah. lightning is going from corner to corner. And then those, the, the, the Caruso and then Wang was like scrambling to get the hell out of there. Oh, yeah. Again, it's original. It's original. Yeah. Yeah. You want to follow the scene like that again? It's all done with design and and rhythm to it. So that's why it, it, it it's so 
classic. You know why? Because I can tell you, if it's Marvel movie today, and another director doing it, they're gonna be doing that. So, 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 so. Yeah. That's it. You don't even know what's going on. And yet, no, there's everything is done in details. You see every little move, and how the lightning is traveling. <clears throat> That's why yeah. I say classic. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Joel. Did you choreograph your uh, the entry when you enter in for the first time too? The move that we all do. I mean, we 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 actually were had a very famous Hong Kong choreographer, <coughs> whom I respect. It's the same man that direct, that 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 choreographed the uh, Keanu Reeves uh, uh, fantasy movie. What is that called? Uh, you know the famous movie that made Keanu Reeves an action. You talking about like the Matrix? Moving, uh, Matrix? The Matrix. Okay. That's that's one movie I totally respect, <clears throat> and the action in it, the kung fu action, is again a classic. I have to say, after Bruce, the next classic is uh, this the Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. Well, Yun Wu Ping is master. Yun Wu Ping, choreographer. Yeah. Yes, he is the best after Bruce. He's the best. Whatever he does, it's original and it really sticks to your mind. You know, again, mm. you see the way he does it, it's like whoa, 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 and that's it. It's like the person can lift up into the into the into the walls. He's standing on the wall, and then he, you know, then he comes down. This move, that move, everything is one at a time, and you see it clearly. And the director was very clever that he just followed the movement without doing too much to it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a classic. Right, Yun Wu Ping was amazing. Yes, Yun was there for sure, but Yun was very respectful. Although we never, we never, that was the first time he came over. And he said, "James, you know, you know what you're doing, right?" I said, "Don't worry, Mister Yun. I respect you, but I know what I'm doing. Just trust me. We're gonna be happy." <laughs> so, everything I do, I designed it, and he just he said, "Very good, no problem. Just keep on doing what you do." That's very simple. That's it. That's it. It's so mutual, mutual respect. Yes. <laughs> and For I like sure. to do things on my own. You know, almost every movie I'm in, all the action, you know, including yeah. that little clip that you see, I was in the room, you know, with all these dummies. But I can tell you, all that move, I designed it. It was like less than 15 or 20 seconds, but I designed the whole entire thing. And I said, you got to put something out there instead of me just, you know, cutting around with my sword, you gotta have some object for me to cut so that it makes, it looks real and it look lethal. And nothing right. is, 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 don't think it's simple. When I cut off the head of that dummy, if I don't put enough t- power to it, it's not gonna fall off, you know, that body because it has a little uh, pole in it. Yeah. Because I cut it just right at the, at the, at the right place and. And with a power, that's why the whole head falls off. It was so perfect. What was your like process in preparing for uh, this role? Uh, you're when talking you... about trouble, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Lightning. Yeah. Well, like I said, I wish I was playing Wayne. You know, the leading part. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I don't regret it of playing Lightning after I realized how effective. This nemesis had done for the movie. Uh, I really didn't have to prepare too much because I had no lines. All I had to do is make sure my action looked great 
and I yeah. look good. You know, whenever there's a close-up, very few close-up. One is right behind. Uh, uh, the camera was low behind, uh, from low, and I was in the head. You know, that kind of thing. I always make sure that I look good. Make sure my eyes are power. You know, because yeah. eyes is everything. You gotta, you know. So whenever the close-up, I also make sure my eyes is got power in it, because I know they're probably gonna put in some some of these uh, lightning in my eyes. So it's more of a preparation for action than really a preparation to play a nemesis. Gotcha. Right. And I know you mentioned that you didn't spend too much time with John Carpenter, but was there anything you took away from him and his directing style? I have to say this man is definitely a genius because if you had read the script and what the movie became is two totally two different things. He, he really emphasizes on details, even the set design. And as you know, he's a musician. He did all the music. All the score, yep. Yeah, but even the set design, he's involved. He, you know, he, he tells them what he wants. And, and to have those uh, uh, Buddhas go one by one wasn't easy. You know, I don't know how they did it, but it Man. just fell so smoothly one after the other, like dominoes, you know? Yeah. Uh, that from him, I was I, I I tip my head. I have to say he is a genius because I've seen so many of his work, and everyone is different from each other, you know, uh, in style and all of that. And I think he definitely cares about what he does, and he really puts a lot of time into thinking of how he wants to design each scene, which inspired me to do what I will be doing in the future as a director. Definitely, excellent. Do you have uh, any funny moments that happened on set, or any favorite, uh, a favorite thing that happened while filming this? It's so long ago. I have to say, a very short. Me, but I, I, I remember the funniest guy in the whole set is James Hahn. He's always, you know, being silly and making jokes of himself and imitating some other people. <laughs> Just a funny guy in general. Yeah, and he owned this role like completely. Yeah, yeah. Low pan, he owned it, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, even, 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 uh, what's his name? One of my favorite actors, uh, he did the uh, uh, not the Zhang Wei, but the uh, he did the uh, you know, the women hero, uh, the Asian lady fighting in the snow with a white lady in kimono, and the white lady was dressed in Bruce Lee, and they were doing you mean Kill, Kill Bill, Bill, yeah, Kill Bill, the director, Quinter. Yeah, Quinton, he even put, you know, that part in his movie. Remember, he played a part just similar with white hair and kind of dilapidated kind of character. Yeah. He plays it himself. Yeah, Pi yeah, May type of character. Uh, yeah. He's definitely a fan of Big Trouble, that for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love his movie, I have to say. Yeah. He is, again, another genius writer and director. Very original. Kill Bill is a classic. Kill Bill is a classic. Again, he took it from the Asian Hong Kong movies, right? The, the, the book one, you know, and then the yeah. book two is more westernized, you know, but yeah. character that he created, you know, the women getting raped as if she's dead, you know, that kind of scenes you only see once at a time, you know, that kind of thing. You, you remember, you know, yeah. she wakes up being raped and she wakes up and kicked their ass. Right. Revenge time. Revenge time. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of funny moments in the movie, we have a question here. Uh, were you there? Were you there on set when they blew up Carter Wong's character? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. So how did they how did they do that? 
it was basically just a balloon. <laughs> Apparently, they 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 somehow made a balloon looking like him. So right. it's him first, and then they just put out a balloon, and so the balloon they just keep on pumping the air, and it's going <laughs> boom. Simple, very simple. <laughs> simple but effective. Like I said, simplicity makes it effective. Yeah. It's yeah. so simple. There's no CGI back yeah. then. There's no CGI, so they just did a very simple way with a balloon. <laughs> Hilariously iconic scene, but yeah. Definitely. What else you got, Joel? Uh, is that was there a moment where? So a lot of times you film a movie, you rap, you know. There's a rap party. Everyone goes their separate ways, yes. and then it comes out. Was there when? When did you realize? Holy cow! This thing is big. I have to say, uh, I was most impressed when I sat at the uh, Chinese Man Theater because that was the premiere. Yeah. And I remember uh, uh, Carter and 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 uh, Peter and I were all decked up in our suits. You know, I even have pictures from that. You know, we were all young and hot to trot, and but I I didn't know that movie was gonna be so effective. You know, as you know, back then Asian movies is hard to come by. You know, and this is 20th century Fox. My God! But after I sat in that theater and watched the final product, I said, "Ooh." This is amazing. I said, this is great movie making. And I that, mean, even the look at the set design is iconic. It's just look at the set design. Oh, it's yeah. so real, and yet everything is real. No CGI again. Everything is real set. Really, whoever designed the sets, tip my head to right. his great work. Everything is done in so detail. Good. Chinese characters, you know, the the the, the, the neons and everything. It's beautiful sets. <laughs> Somebody should use the set and, and make a restaurant bar out of it because I'm a restaurant owner. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, really, they should. It's so ingenious. Every detail of it is so ingenious, including the bus and and all of that. You know, so ingeniously done. Pork Chop Express. <laughs> right. That's right. And the name. Too. <laughs> I love the name. And everybody remember it. <laughs> oh man, I love when Kurt Russell when he sees you, your character come down. The, the the alleyway shooting the lightning bolts. I love how he said, it. like I showed in the clip, he goes, "We got a problem." <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> like it's time to it's time to run. The lightning shows up. It's time to it's time to go. Yes. And uh, there's your nemesis there from Nasty Boys, good old James Lou. Yeah. Uh, were you were you there to give your input on the crazy insane fight uh, in the yeah. uh, alleyway there? Were you, did they ask no. you for any tips or anything? No, definitely that's not my department. That is definitely Yung Ping's department. He's the gotcha. one that has the whole thing. And I think James Lu was in charge of all the weapons, you know, and hiring of the stunts and all of that. James Sulu was, I think, was an associate producer on the movie, you know, in charge of the weapons and the hiring of all the stuntmen, basically. Nice, nice. Was there any crazy stunt uh, man that got, or stunt stories that were somebody got hurt or it was okay? <laughs> Well, uh, definitely, uh, because like I said, you know, uh, so many of these wonderful Chinese stuntmen get thrown into the windows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we again, of course, those have uh, what they call it some plastic or something glass, you know, just shatters by itself. But it looks so real. Yeah. You know, what's so good about it? It's so real. Yeah. And and uh, it was really getting thrown here, thrown there and Brutal. kicking. Oh, and and using the 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 sticks hitting somebody and it breaks, 
Yeah. Hey, Joel. It was a good street fight. (laughs) Classic street fight. And yet it looked (laughs) serious, and yet it looked funny when it all edited together. Especially when this side stand here, that side stand there, and they raise a weapon, and you know there's going to be a big brawl. Oh, yeah. Down, oh, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Again, I said that is the genius of a director. Yes, if you yeah. see any movie these days, all you see is two sides go wham. Yeah. No, John said once one one frame for the guys to prepare and raise their weapons, and this guy too. We cut here, and then we see them charging to each other. That's it. Yeah. And before before any of that awesomeness happened, we had Gerald Okamura come out yeah. with the pistols. <laughs> yeah, that's what like Wild West up in that there. That was great. Yeah, Western, you know, they got that all the great. elements. It's all characterized. Oh, yeah. Nobody has to say anything, but all the costume, you know, and yeah. all the weapons that characterizes themselves. Basically, everybody becomes a distinct character in the movie. How was it working with Carter Wong and Peter Kwong? Wonderful. You know, Carter, very respectable actor. Peter, you know, we don't know him so well, but definitely everybody put out their 100% uh, work, you know, yes. hoping that this movie is going to break break the glass, the ceiling. You know why? Because yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. Asian actors, white, black, Latino, Asians were in the very bottom. And then, of course, everybody hoping that this movie is going to do something for their career, right? Right. Definitely, yeah. everybody worked very hard on it, for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I, I feel like <clears throat> Big Trouble. It's interesting because when I, when I go out, and I'm wearing this shirt, I have tons of movie shirts, tons of them, but this is the one that people, everyone stops me about, and really? I feel like it's a movie that continues to find its audience throughout yeah. the years. Have, what have you experienced, and like today or in the past ten years, the the popularity of this film and finding new fans? And can you uh, talk about that experience? I certainly can, because so many fans uh, send me messages on Facebook or uh, come up to me and tell me that James, you know the what? You are my my idol. I said. What do you mean by your idol? You know, I'm just an actor. He said, no, you're my idol because when I was a kid, I thought I can be lightning like you and I can shoot out lightnings. You know, you're my idol for like 30 years. I'm so glad to to, 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 to see you. So I always give them a hug, you know, and, 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 and a selfie, you know. I'll, the way I treat my fans, I treat everybody like a family. You know why? That's one other thing I want to talk about, which is off the point, but I just want to make a point. I think the world needs more love not yes. gun, and sorry, not war, definitely not Ukrainian war, yes. all right? The entire world has suffered too much refugees and deaths and injuries, whether it's American GI getting their arms blown off or the Vietnamese or the F, you know, Afghanistans and now the Ukrainians getting blown off. Everything is because the governments don't think about the people. They only think right. about themselves. The worlds need more love. That's what I think. Yes. And, and big trouble again. It's a it's a, it's a big movie, but again, to me, it's a it's 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 an action movie, but it's all about love because it's all funny at the end, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's a nice big warm hug to all the fans. There. Exactly. Yo, Heather agrees with you. All we need is love. Yes. Exactly. You know why? You know why? These days, I really feel that too much violence on the screen. You know, too much violence. And yet, if you look at Big Trouble, wow, a lot of action. But is there violence? Not really. You don't really see any violence. It's just a lot of action that makes it become fun. And then you yeah. say, wow, that's a great hug to me. Even when Carter Wong blew up, his character blew up. It was <laughs> comedic, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we have uh, another fan here. Uh, this geeky Andre says, 10-year-old me tried his best to cosplay lightning after seeing this masterpiece. There you go. You got to show us. You got to send us pictures, Geeky, next time. Send us pictures on the Facebook page. Uh, but, yeah, this is a classic movie. And, uh, Joel, was there any other ones? Any other well, I, I have to, you know, since I I host every year the Mortal Kombat panels oh. at, at different cons and stuff like that. And um, I'm friends with the guy who is Raiden, you know, we're really good friends. Now, you obviously know, you know, Raiden is direct, you know, uh, from Lightning. Uh, when you first saw that, what were your thoughts? And was it was it just complimentary and, and how big it's become? And I thought the my first knowledge on Mortal Kombat is definitely the video game. Right. right. I thought that was very ingenious. The action that was done, as they call it, they have a name for it. And actually, Daniel Pacina, who is the original guy, yeah. who did uh, two or three characters. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, and, good. You know uh, Daniel, too. Yeah, yeah we're good friends with Daniel. We did an interview early uh, two years ago. You know, nice. On a podcast. And uh, he told me, you know, he said, me and my brother totally respect what you have done. You are our legend. Because of your character, we created all our actions from the characters that you have done. So I said, oh, that's very nice. You know, so nowadays I just say, oh, yeah, I'm the granddaddy of Raiden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I'm right. You, you see that? You see that right there? The granddaddy right there, baby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, uh, it's interesting because uh, Daniel Pacina's brother, Carlos Pacina, who's he talking yeah. about, plays Raiden in, in the first Mortal Kombat. So, yeah. you yeah. know. That's awesome. Um, I think I, I actually want to just because we talked a little bit before we we started this interview tonight and we were talking about Drunken Master 2 and I have to know the story. <laughs> yes. Right. I was saying, you know, Drunken Master is definitely Jackie Chan's mate to uh, claim to fame. Mm -hmm. okay? Yes. Because that was directed by. Uh, Yuan Wu-Ping. Yuan Wu-Ping. I don't, I don't know if it's directed. No, it's not directed by Yun Ping. It's actually directed by by Mr. Liang, who passed away. Oh, you're talking and about Dragon Master 2. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, uh, it was incredible work, the first one. And then the director came up to me and met me. And he said, would you like to be in this movie playing the opposite of Jackie Chan? I said, sure, of course, I'd like to do it, you know. And I said, well, what do I have to do? You know, well, you have to fight all the way from the beginning to the end. It's like the second lead. I said, oh, thank you. I'm, I'm ready to do it. But unfortunately, you know, at the time, I had a price range. And the offer was I offer half of what my price range is. And they said, well, that's all the budget we have. You know, we love to promote you, you know, because, I, again, I was a new, 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 
new uh, boatman of the boat in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. But I turned it down. And after that, a lot of my friends and said, oh my God, James, how can you turn down a role like that? I mean, you could have become a star, you know, from then on and, and, and all of that. I said, you know what, sometimes I hold my principles for many things, including when I was at the, after the Big Trouble and also after the Michelle Yeoh movie, you know, everybody come to me, everybody, because half of the time I was running around in my little shorts. So I had my top off all the time because a lot of interior scene playing around with these three women, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had a lot of big muscles. And so a lot of women went crazy for me. You know, I get invited to these dinner and that dinner. I even got offers, you know, for a weekend, for a price, that kind of thing. <laughs> but I always hold a, 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 a esteem for myself, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, said, I don't do things like that. You know, I'm just an actor, you know. I'm educated, you know, from a decent family. I need to respect myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So... Turn down at least three to five roles that I have to take off my pants. <laughs> mm. Okay, or to do all these sexual scenes, which I said yeah. I'm not a kind of actor. Right. But I even turned down some other parts for 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 again unfairness or whatsoever, you know, in the past. And they all say, James, you're very stupid. I say, yes, I might be stupid, but I hold my respect you know, for myself mm -hmm. as an actor, as a human being, because I don't think I need to be shortchanged just to be famous. If mm -hmm. I don't meant to be world famous, you know, like Keanu Reeves, so be it. I go to the grave as James Pax. Yeah. If I to degrade myself to do all of that, sorry, I probably will go crazy. I would have, you know, probably committed suicide because I just can't stand it anymore of doing all of this. I'm very stubborn in a way, you know, but that's the way I, I am. I don't I don't look at it as stubbornness. I look at it as, as wisdom. Yeah. You know, I look at it as wisdom and you know, you you're you 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 you're you you have morals, you stand up for what you know what is right and stuff. And mm -hmm. I that's a very respectable decision as an artist because me working in the film industry, I've seen the other side of it where people will do whatever they can to to get that that fame, to get that fortune. And for you to be like, you know, I'm confident in who I am. I'm James Pax mm -hmm. and that's enough. And I don't need to do this stuff or I don't need to do something like that, that I don't. So that's my respects to you, sir, for doing that. Yes. Yes. Very well said. Very well said. And uh, before we get close to, to wrapping it up, we've got a couple more questions for James. Had a blast tonight. Uh, one more clip from Big Trouble. I can't help it. <laughs> and then I have one question for you, James. After the clip is over. Sorry, I had to show. I had to show some more, baby. I had to oh, show yeah. some more. So here's my question. So I, I was, I, I heard this. I was like, well, James can confirm it. Right here, 
uh, when your character dies and explodes, the little character, see the lightning character at the very top. Yeah. I, I was told that that's, that says John, that's John Carpenter's name. Is that yes. true? It, it means carpenter. Oh, nice, carpenter. nice. Carpenter, making wood. Carpenter. See, he, he's the source. I, he, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I in the movie. So people yeah. remember it's done by him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's He's right. the source. I had to ask. There you go. There you go, guys. If you were wondering like me to double confirm it. Yeah, that's a nice little touch. You had Carpenter. You heard it here, kids. That's right. You heard it here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So about the movement there. One of the clip, you see the hands go. Yeah. That's yeah. Praying mantis. You know, I try to encompasses different style of Chinese Kung Fu into it because very few people know about Praying Mantis. Yeah. Very few movies talk about Praying Mantis, which I will be doing, which I told Preston already, I'm preparing to do my Shaolin Warrior, but later I can tell you more. Yes, yes. I'm excited about that project. Uh, but really, let's get let's get down to the, to the wire here. Let's talk about uh, what are some of the things you'd like to see change or improve in Hollywood, James? My humble self, just an audience and, you know, a fellow movie maker. I really feel it is a great opportunity right now. Hollywood is celebrating Asian subjects, putting so many Asian actors, so many writers, so many directors into mm -hmm. chief roles as showrunners or whatever, you know, shows like Warriors, uh, you know about Warriors, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and the new show on CW called Kung Fu. Right. You know that show? Mm -hmm. The late Kung Fu these days. Right. And then uh, uh, the, the, the movies like Shang-Chi, which I thought was quite good, you know. Chinese okay. You, you like Shang-Chi. All right. Nice. Like it in terms okay. of continuity and it's all, all Chinese Asian. Yeah. And also another movie called uh, Snake. A movie came out on Paramount, you know, spent 90 million, only do 20 million in the box office. It's called Snake something, or is it White Snake or something? It's yeah. one of the Marvel characters. I don't know if you remember, came out two years ago. You know, it's the reason I'm bringing this up yeah. is that it's so good that studios, whether it's Paramount or Disney, is putting so much money supporting Asian subjects. Uh, some succeeded, some not succeeded. But mm -hmm. I have to say something. I think the authors or the showrunners need to respect the subject. Mm -hmm. Okay? First of all, Warrior. It's Bruce Lee's creation. Right. All right? Mm -hmm. Bruce Lee is going to be, for another 500 years, is going to be the legendary Bruce Lee, and no one is ever going to surpass his status. And yet, first season is fine, second season, okay. Third season, I saw it, it becomes something very different. I don't know if it's about the fact that they wanted to stay on the wave so that they have to grab the audience to increase their, 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 their what do you call it, share, you know, you. Uh, mm. It just seemed that it becomes a triple X TV series of Asian men, excuse me, you know, humping an Asian woman on the TV screen. I don't huh. know these episodes. 
Yeah. Wow. This is season three we're talking about? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's on uh, HBO or something like that. It's no longer right. on the TV. It's on HBO box or something. Right. Yeah. I saw it and I was in shock. Hmm. Okay. You know, uh, after hmm. all, this creation of Bruce, maybe he just jogged down a simple storyline and, and, and the daughter took it to the producer, fabulous, you know, Asian American <laughs> producer, and they produced it. I think the intention was incredible. The first right. season is fine, you know, but then by the third season, maybe the, the, the rating is dropping. You want to increase the rating? No. Yeah, they don't want to get canceled. It's possible. Say, it's possible, yeah. You got to go for the story. Mm -hmm. You know, action can always, yeah. uh, good or bad, but got to be the story. Always go for the story. Don't go for the gimmick. And yet they go for the gimmick, adding a lot of sex scene in it. Mm. Again, that's a shame. Excuse me. I agree. Okay. I want to uphold the absolute 200% esteem of Bruce. Please respect him. It's his creation. Right. Give the man some respect. Please. Please. Right. That's all right. the disrespect. I don't care who produced those shows or who wrote it or who's right. idea. Secondly, on Kung Fu. Excuse me. If you know Kung Fu, 70s, it was a classic. Again, just like Bruce Lee, Kung Fu was a classic to talk about Zen, to talk about humanity, to talk about an, an, an Asian Shaolin warrior, you know, comes to the Western uh, America back in the 1800s, and he's trying to fight against the, in, the, the, the differences in race, and yet trying to save people, you know, and, and he also talked about his past lives when he was a, a little boy in the Shaolin Temple, right? Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of it. You know, David Carradine, he's not Asian, doesn't matter, but he did such a great job. Yeah. It was a hit. It was great. a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. But the storyline and the Zen, it always has something, everything, there's always go back to a, a, a flashback to the to to the master, you know, blind master talking to the little boy, you should do this, you should not do this, you should do this. It's mm -hmm. an education about right. Human should uphold respect for certain things, what to do and what not to do. It's a great uh, teaching for the young people, for the kids, right. or the adults. And again, it always about Zen. But if you look at the that series today, again, okay, first season is okay, but one of a few details they talk about Shaolin Warrior, Shaolin Temple, because mm -hmm. the whole thing began in Shaolin Temple. This. Lady Warrior coming out of Shaolin Temple. And they said Shaolin Temple is in Yunnan. Excuse me. Do a little research, please. Mm, whoops. Shaolin Warriors is in Henan. Yeah. That's another 3,000 miles away and not Yunnan. So please do your research. Whoever is, 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 yeah. is writing this show. It's a, it's a shame, really. Wow. Because when I write something, I make sure all the facts are correct. I do a mm -hmm. lot because I'm not you know, a genius. So a lot of things I don't know. I do my research. I yeah. ask. I even right. put it on paper. Right. You know, and then again, the Kung Fu. Kung Fu is Kung Fu. Mixed martial arts, martial arts. Taekwondo is Taekwondo. Karate mm. is Karate. You need to know the difference. 100%. I'm not the best of the best. I don't do jujitsu and I don't do mixed martial arts and all of that, but yeah. I know the difference. Right, and I right, right. am a kung fu expert because I got my own team of, of, of you know, world champions on my team. 
Right. right. We have live shows. We did at least 100 live shows in Europe and a couple more in Asia. And Jackie Chan and Jet Li, they will show up to see my show, my team. Yeah. Actually, I have a I have a clip, if you don't mind me showing a clip of that. Yeah, check out uh, James's team here. This is awesome, performing and touring here. glad you showed that um because i i've seen the several of those and uh they're amazing yes again there's no wiring everything is done live and i did not speed up the the speed that's how fast they are and how much in unison that's called a great live show right there yeah yeah i had to show something i had to show a little snippet right. there yeah oh, but yeah. i i agree james you know hollywood put some respect that's right respect the material do your research you know, James brought up some great points today. And Jay, James knows he he knows his kung fu. He know he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look at this. Bam. He knows his kung fu, baby. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and speaking of kung fu, James, let's talk about your upcoming project, Shaolin Warrior. Yes. It's an IP I created. Actually, it was created uh when I saw the Shang-Chi, it was just a bit before Shang-Chi came on. I already created this. Uh, I started writing this this uh, Shaolin Warrior character, and that is actually my comic book. And I yeah. start nice. drumming up all these characters in it. I want to make it original, and I want to make it very Chinese original, you know, and it's according to all the historical facts with Shaolin Temple. Basically, but I do not want to make another Shaolin Shaolin that Jelly did 35 years ago. Right. I want to make the Shaolin a group of Chinese and American warriors. They join up together because the world is a, a peril, because the world is being threatened by ISIS, or because the world is threatened by the zombies, you know, all these different threats that could happen today. And they will join up and using Kung Fu. All right. Fight against a modern war, rockets, Uzis, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine it sounds like a marvel, right? But mine is not marvel. Mine are humans. They are humans that do not fly, but they can walk on the wall and they yeah. can jump from uh, ceilings to ceilings, but they're just humans. You can right. kill them if you fire a bullet at them, but then. Yeah. They are going to use Kung Fu against any bullets thrown at them, and they're going to save the world. That pretty much sums up everything. Yeah, you know, they, have, they have really having, cool abilities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I thought is using action against 
violence. Well, to I want to see I want to see these action sequences played out on screen, Joel. Don't you? Yeah, Do some I kung fu to disarm a missile or you know dodge yeah. some stuff. I mean, I want to see that. That'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Bullets, all of that, you know. Oh yeah, that'll be fun to see. Again, all of these scenes, I had to design it in my head, and then I have to write it out in detail. Right. Because right. again, I take it up from the best. Everything is in details. Now, is it's... the is the comic book first, or yeah. you're, you're trying to work on a series or a movie? Which oh. way you you think you might be heading direction? I had about ten or fifteen pages drawn up already, and then okay, I had difficulties. To finish it, you know, it's hard to find good sketches. Yeah. So I said, I'm just gonna leave it because I want to finish my script. Right. So I finished the script four-hour feature, and then I saw the last year to do because after I returned to Hollywood, I I said, wow, there's so many TV series and streamings. They like TV, so I begin to write out the pilot. Right. So within there six you months, go. yeah, within six months, I have a ninety-minute pilot plus eight episodes, one hour. All written up, ready to go. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I'm excited. Are you excited, Joel? Oh yeah, man. I'd love yeah, to let's see go. something like that. It's we need Shaol it. Shaolin Kung Fu on the comeback, right. son. That's right. All the Shaolin Kung Fu is gonna beat up all the nemesis, all the violence, and bring peace among all races. All right. All races can work together to live in the beautiful earth. Otherwise. The earth is going to disappear, and then we're all going to be gone. Excuse me. If yeah. this war keep going on, and then I think we need some kind of gun control in America. There are too many innocent people dying every day. I don't know if they report it in America, but definitely we see it on TV every day in China. People are dying because of somebody just bring out a gun and just shoot everybody dead in schools and everything. My God. It always brings tears. I'm just telling you. I look such a tough guy, but when I see these scenes, I said, how can innocent people die like that? Right. Yeah. Parents seeing their kids going to school and they're going to die under somebody else's bullets. And who has, and what happened to the government? What happened to the good old America that I grew up in? Excuse me. Yeah. Isn't that nobody can do anything about this to stop this violence because you give so much freedom to the people? Excuse me. Yeah. Really hardens my heart. My heart goes out to all these yeah. innocent people. That's why, why I want to make a Shaolin warrior. I want to show the world, yeah. kung fu, mm -hmm. beat out all violence, yeah. to save the world, love Bring and peace, unity. love and peace. These are the yeah. themes that need to be explored and, and exactly. put out there. Right out there, not about violence That's and right. violence and violence. Right. Not about sex, sex, sex. You can have sex at home. But please don't. <laughs> Maybe for the adult audience, I I recall one of my favorite yeah. movie by, by uh, uh, the the movie the the wonderful actor I told you about is Last Tango in Paris, which right. came out thirty years ago. I don't even saw it. Very yeah. sexual, and yeah, it's an odd movie. I truly enjoy it, but you can't do that on TV every day. You know, that right. yeah. yeah, especially kung fu. Same thing. They put in boys and girls humping each other on Kung Fu. Excuse me. Right. <laughs> James is boycotting oh. Warrior Season 4. <laughs> 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 He's boycotting. 
<laughs> oh, well, my sounds goodness. like Sean, that uh, your your project would have bring a lot of uh, beautiful themes into yeah. the entertainment industry that we're missing today. And if art imitates life, life imitates art. Hopefully, the audience that's watching it in the future, because it will happen, uh, they will take something from that. And we'll we'll regain a little bit of the humanity that we've lost. Yes. Indeed. Very well said, Joel. Thank you. Yes. You yes. Well, that was a perfect way to end it, Joel. Words of wisdom from Joel and James Pax. That's right. And Samurai Guy, I'm just a knucklehead. <laughs> but I'm just I'm, I'm having a, I'm having a blast. But we got to wrap it up for today. I know James and Joel is extremely busy. Uh, but before we wrap it up. Uh, James, let all your fans know where you're going to be at. What's what's coming up soon? Right. So that, you know, I, I've been trying so hard to reach out. And finally, we uh, reach out to a couple of Comic-Cons. Uh, actually, first one is going to be uh, Contropolis in Boston, Massachusetts, 16th to the 18th at the Best Western Trade Center in Marble. You can find it on the internet, of course. And then the second one is going to be uh, uh, June 31st and July 1st at the uh, Burbank it's called Hollywood Show, and I'm ranked on the top with all the Hollywood yes. celebrities, you know. Yeah. And then after that, it's going to be July 8th and 9th in New Jersey, okay, in New Jersey. I, I won't repeat with the location, but I'm sure you can find it on the internet. But the good thing is I'm actually an East Coast person. I grew up in New York. I went to high school in New Jersey, but I grew up on Manhattan, 80th, and York Avenue, so mm. I'm very much a, yeah. you know, a big apple guy. <laughs> All right. So there you go, guys. Put it on your put it on your calendars, market. That's right. Contropolis. Some awesome appearances there. Go ahead and meet your boy, James Pax. That's right. Bring your Funko Pops. <laughs> Bring your DVDs, your Blu-rays. Go ahead and get it autographed. Uh James, if I was in the area, you know I'd be bringing stuff for you to sign. But having you here on the on the show and uh talking movies with you is a was a was a blast i will take it it was an honor to have you here it was friend. that's right and always an honor to have joel from media glitch here as well so hey thank all you badasses for watching and hanging out with us that's right share this video get the word out we gotta get shaolin warrior out there that's right we can't wait for that upcoming project that's right action kung fu bringing it back to spread the wonderful themes of love and peace getting it out there that's right that's right it's very important oh really quickly oh i missed some comments here uh let's see uh we have a uh, another fan of the david carradine kung fu show james oh thank you somebody yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's right and uh one more totally love the movie big trouble in little china one of my thank absolute you. favorites one of its kind can never be duplicated remake or prequeled <laughs> or rebooted that's hollywood right. stop it Hollywood, right. stop put it. some and respect. Twentieth Century Fox. Once yeah. my name is up there, I will say, "Let me have the chance. I will be the showrunner and do a sequel on Big Trouble in Little China as a TV series." Again, I guarantee you, it's going to be top five. There you go. That's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> only James can do it. <laughs> so well, put that, some respect on back right. on Kung Fu's name and put and respect Big Trouble in Little China. Exactly. <laughs> and their sons and daughters that's going to yes. come. You know? That's right. That's right. Well, this was a, an honor and a blast. Don't go anywhere, James, Joel. Hey, everybody, look in the description box below. Follow James on Instagram, Facebook, join his fan club. So that way you will be in the know 
for all these right. upcoming events. When Shaolin Warrior is going to drop, the con appearances, all that stuff, all that is in the description box below. And hey, if you're new here, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Go ahead and like, share, and subscribe to the old samurai guy. That's right. And subscribe to Joel. That's right. Media Glitch Baby on YouTube. Follow him on the Twitchums. And hey, if you guys are free tomorrow, we're going to keep it going here. Join me and Sifu Peter Pham. That's right. We're going to be talking about his newest film, Foggy Mountain. That's right. That's tomorrow. That's right. Join me and Peter around 5 p.m. Pacific time. That's right. We're going to do it again because we love talking martial arts, kung fu, and movies. That's what this channel is all about, baby. All right. We'll see you on the next one. James, Joel, don't go anywhere. Take care, guys. Lightning. Bye, guys.